0: It is Wednesday, June 3rd. Uh, What the fuck is going on around here? The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave Lapointe? Hello once again. Um I am your host Horst Horst. I am your Horst. Fuck. Horse? Not again. No, this time it's Horst. God. Um hello. Good afternoon. Or good morning or whatever you happen to be listening. Uh I wasn't entirely sure if it would be a sound judgment to record anything, let alone a half hour of some whiny nonsense. Um, I actually did record something short on Sunday for Monday's release, but, uh, given the events of that evening, uh, in the city, I did decided to delete that. Uh, then I was going to record yesterday, but thought it better not to do given the blackout on Tuesday. So here I am with Monday show on a Wednesday. Um, That's just the way things happen to work. What can you do? And, you know, I I decided that while I don't have much of a platform, it is still a platform nonetheless, even if what comes out of my mouth may not make a lick of sense or even really be correct to some. Uh, I simply wanted to say something or do something. So um, I am inherently aware that I am brimming with privilege. And so I, I don't know what it's like to have Unreasonable preconceived notions used against me for anything from, um, being pulled over for God knows what, or, you know, discriminated against for buying property in a particular neighborhood. Not that I've ever bought property. It's a hypothetical, but, you know, not knowing could be part of the problem. seems like I could be just simply doing a better job of recognizing these things when they're in front of me. Um, Maybe not for my own sake, but for the, f- for the sake of those that do have to deal with this kind of bullshit on a regular basis. Um, I'm pretty certain that being peaceful has been tried too many times to count. And it simply hasn't worked. There were thousands upon thousands of, of very peaceful people in Boston on Sunday. And for a time, I'd, I thought that our city would be an example to the rest of the country this one time. But then what happened here Sunday night was caused by uh, a distinctly different group of people than the ones that were marching for eight hours previously. Uh, If you can't see that, I can't help you. And and the same goes for everything else, really, to be honest. If you want to keep your head in the sand, I can't help you. If you don't want to take a good look in the mirror and see who you really are, I can't help you. If you're going to keep up the charade of I don't see color or all lives matter, I can't help you. If you can't see that there are far too many bad cops making the vast majority of good, good cops look bad, I can't help you. If you want to spend your life with that kind of hate in your heart, I can't help you. And if you're not able to recognize that black, black people have been dealing with shit for centuries, I can't help you. I'm well aware that you know this. This uh, of the kind of responses that this may elicit, and quite frankly, that's not my problem. That's on you, and I just can't help you. So I don't have the answers to fix generational problems, and I'm certain that most everyone I know doesn't have them either. But that doesn't mean that uh, I and others cannot try. It seems entirely counterproductive to uh, to live your life. With that, with so much hate in your heart, it, it's not going to make for a um, a reasonable society at all. My contribution to all of this beyond signing petitions and making donations is ultimately minimal. I'm well aware of that, but that's for me to work on and for me to do a better job of. And I can only hope the same for uh, you know some of the people, or well, for all the people that happen to waste their time listening to this dumb show, which is what it is—it's a dumb show. But um, I didn't feel that dispensing complaints and talking about dumb shit was right without first sharing what I felt. So, um, but that's that, and that's how I feel. And it's honestly, I've I haven't been entirely comfortable with. You know, with the way that I feel and the way that I was sort of uh, reacting to things. I mean, I, 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 especially since I have zero frame of reference, I have nothing to to go by. I I cannot put my I can't put myself in the shoes uh, of black people who have to deal with this kind of crap constantly, and I'm being incredibly mild by saying this kind of crap. It's way more than that. But I, I, I needed to get it out. I got it out. And I, I think I'm going to do more. I'm going to read more, listen more. You know, being unemployed doesn't help the fact that I can't donate more. But I am going to try to contribute where I feel best. My, my few dollars would be best spent. I will continue to do that as I have done for, for years Um, but so that's that now here comes the absolute worst transition in the history of recorded material as we move on to dumb shit, which is what this show is known for. Can we talk about why anyone would willfully choose to wear pajama pants outside of their home? That and more on this week's Three Gripes. I have rarely been a pajama pants guy. Sweatpants, sure, but uh, thinner material and plaid patterns are not appropriate for anything beyond sitting in your own home. Do you think so, and this goes out to people who who feel the need to to do this sort of thing, but do you think so little of yourself that you have no problem going to the store, the grocery store, the drugstore, any place in public, Target, Walmart, that could be part of the problem, is that fucking Walmart does not frown upon this kind of behavior. They should put a sign out front. No PJ pants. They'd probably lose half their fucking revenue. In an instant. It's part of the reason I don't shop at that shithole. Anyway. Do you think so little of yourself that you have no problem going to the grocery store looking like you actually just got out of bed? Just think about... What goes through that person's mind when they make that decision? Hmm. What should I use to cover the lower half of my body today? Jeans? No. Wait. Those pants that I've worn to bed for the last eight nights in a row would be perfect. I'm going to look so fucking lazy in these and scene i find it abhorrent i don't want to think less of you for having made that decision but you're leaving me with very little choice it just strikes me that i can't i can't wrap my head around is it too much work to put on a pair of actual pants is it are are sweatpants, are the thicker material just too cumbersome for you? It has to be, right? Remember back in the day it was a big thing with the with the velour sweatpants suits, like sweatsuits that women used to wear. What happened to those? Those were great for a variety of reasons. But I remember one time I uh, I was I was managing a GameStop. Many years, many moons ago. And uh, we were going down to Dallas for our yearly conference. And somehow, um, on the plane from Boston to Dallas, Jessica Simpson was sitting in the first class section of this Delta flight. And boy, did that cause an uproar. You've got... You've got... thought of it it's funny you've got half of half an airplane full of fucking uh, video game dorks uh, all in a fucking tizzy because Jessica Simpson is sitting you know six or seven rows in front of us Uh, just thinking about that reaction now uh, is is funny it's funny to me if it's not funny to you well then you've got a problem Think about that. You've got 20 or so uh, GameStop managers. (laughs) Most of us, look, let's be honest, weren't exactly, you know, successful in the uh, with the opposite sex, mainly because we managed fucking GameStops. So anyway, go to the flight and everything, a lot of whispers around and. Bunch of dudes, like, literally just staring down the aisle, hoping to get a glimpse if she happened to get up out of her seat. So we land. Baggage check. Standing there waiting for a baggage check. And who happens to be standing to my right but Jessica Simpson? This This was my big chance to steal her away from, I think she was married to Nick Lachey at the time. This is my big chance to to seize the day. And this really has nothing to do with pajama pants. I'm just fucking... This story uh, makes me laugh. So I'm sharing the story. I needed some laughs. Hopefully you find this entertaining. I'm standing next to Jessica Simpson, who is a tiny person. She is a very small girl. Um, but, you know, beautiful woman. And she's wearing those velour sweatpants. And my goodness. It was terrific. The point of the story, though, however, is that I said to Jessica Simpson, Hey, uh, you don't have goons to pick up your, your bags? Ha 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 ha. To which she gave me the fucking side eye and said, I don't have Goons. End of conversation. Blew my chance. I mean, I here I am thinking I'm making a joke. Trying to be funny. Nope. Big fucking swing and a miss. Which, really, I'm sure that's what's... Sw- I'm, I'm guessing before I opened my mouth, she probably saw me and was like, Wow. That's something. I was probably... Oh, God, what the hell could I have been wearing? Ugh. I like to think that I dress reasonably well at this point in my life, but back then, I th- I think I was. This was like two thousand three. Oof, boy. Two thousand and three. Yeah, not good. Probably like a polo shirt, like tucked into some fucking khakis or something. I had to. I had to dress as if I was going to work. That particular, that was one of GameStop's rules. You have to dress like you're going to work. So that's so how I dressed at work. It's was probably like some stupid uh, free video game promotional polo shirt that I was wearing with ill-fitting khaki pants and bad shoes. But before, before I opened my mouth, Jessica Simpson thought long and hard about throwing it all away for this short, portly retail manager. It's probably not how it happened, but in my head, that's what happened. And then I blew it with the bad joke. But, anyway. Moral of the story, don't wear pajama pants outside of your home. Actually, it's not the moral of the story. It's a completely different story. I started getting into velour sweatpants and that's where that came from. But I hate people that wear. I don't want to say I hate people that wear. That's not right. I hate people's decision to wear pajama pants outside of their house. Gripe number two. Why are adults not given the option to refuse childproof packaging? Sure, there are some instances where it may make some sense all of the time. Like, if you have children, or, you know, strong prescription drugs, or the like. But why Why are we not asked, hey, do you have dumb fucking kids in your house? No? Well, here's an easy open-top That won't be like trying to fucking solve a Rubik's Cube with your eyes closed. Now look, once you get that open one time, you should be reasonably okay to manage the packaging moving forward. However, there are times, especially when it's not the standard push and twist, these companies have gotten fucking shrewd with these things, like the, the pinch the side thing, the pop the middle thing. But, I mean, there's a childproof top or child safety top, whatever you call it, on my blood pressure medication because, again, I'm obese. But a bottle of bleach comes with a cheap thin plastic top that just can be twisted open anytime easily. I don't understand it. Like, what's the point? And perhaps with the bleach, it's so that anyone who listens to the president can quickly take a sip. I don't know. That was a cheap dig, but I liked it. Where? But where are those lids on booze? Where are those lids on cigarettes? Where are those lids on ammunition? Etc., cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Well, they have better lobbying than some of these other fucking companies that have to put a childproof lid on it. It's neither here nor there. However, Flintstones Vitamins have a child safety top on it. You know, we got to keep that shit locked down so that your little vermin don't get in there and eat all of the Barney Rubbles, apparently. I know this because I recently purchased a bottle of Flintstones vitamins. Why? Because I wanted to, because I'm an adult. I like taking vitamins. I take a lot of vitamins. And I figured, you know, what could be better for my health than a tasty bit of the Great Gazoo? I hope some of you get that reference sure some of you won't. However, that's that. Enough with the childproof caps, okay? There's no need for it. And childproof anything, really. Again, I shouldn't... You, You can't rely on children to make sound decisions. They're fucking children. Part of their job is to fuck up on occasion. So that they can learn. That's the whole point. They fuck up. Learn the lesson. Don't do it again. It's like touching a stove. Do it once. You're never going to do it again. You know. Even fucking animals. I had my cat one time. Tried to jump on the fucking oven door. He didn't fucking know. Never did it again. Poor guy. I miss him terribly. But you know. it's, It's one of those things that bothers me. That it shouldn't, because it, it shouldn't be an issue. You know, I really should be put in charge of what kind of caps I want on my stuff. I don't have children. Why do I need to keep my shit safe from children? Gripe number three. And I've been talking too much. Hold on. I need some coffee. Honeydew coffee, free ad, honeydew, because fuck Dunkin' Donuts. Gripe number three, email language slash etiquette. I got a reply to a a job that I applied for recently that started with, quote, Hey, David. Nice to e-meet you. End quote. I'm now questioning my choice to apply for a job with this company. I understand you wanting to be nice, but using that term just really makes no sense. We're not meeting at all. All we're doing is putting text into an electronically transferable format. And now... Along with that, I don't want to see your 8,000 exclamation points or the smiley face emojis or anything other than standard Arial font. And obviously this goes double for being in a work environment where the reply all is the uh, the, the, the scourge. Is that even, am I even using that right? I don't know. Let me see. Bear with me. No. Well, maybe, yeah, I did use that correctly. Okay. Apparently it's also a whip used as an instrument of punishment. That is a bad-looking piece of equipment. Holy fuck. Wow. Okay. Anyways, where was I? Uh, it's, the, it's the scourge of, of, the, of society as a whole. And, and when you work for a company, a large company especially, and you hit reply all, you should instantly be fucking fired. I guarantee you that your joke is not funny at all. The point that you thought was desperately needed isn't needed at all. The only time a reply all is is uh, warranted, one, if you own the company, Two, if you are the original author of the of the email, that's it. You have no business hitting reply all for any other reason. I once had a colleague a few years back who mistakenly replied all to a message that uh, another colleague had sent, and it was it was horribly inappropriate. and it, you know it's remembered that that particular uh, you know that particular reply is is remembered vividly and rightfully so and i i don't know how management handled that but i do know that this particular clown is still employed in a management role go figure But overall, stop trying to make something that should be informal, formal. Steve Jobs was famous for writing excellent emails. Clear, concise, conversational, with proper grammar. And he would occasionally end emails with a question to drive the conversation. Now look. Steve Jobs sends an email to anybody, they're immediately going to reply. I send an email to someone formatted the exact same way. Honestly, I could take the exact same email that Steve Jobs would send. RIP and P. Just put my name on it and it would be ignored. thrown in the trash. Or they hit the trash button. Or the spam button. Ho, ho, ho. But that's how emails should be written the problem is that in a work setting, setting you get lazy and formulaic you know you, you write so many fucking emails that eventually it's just you write the same fucking thing over and over again to save yourself from, uh, from going crazy you know it's like okay I know if I just reply like this it'll be fine I reply like this, it'll be okay. That's probably why I'm unemployed. If I had just... Boy, if I had just formatted my emails differently. (laughs) That's it. That's all I needed to do. But there's no reason to sprinkle in crap like, it's nice to e-meet you. Like, fuck off with that. God, that is such a frustrating... The minute you see that... It has to fucking gnaw at you. And why on earth would somebody think, oh, I'm gonna add this. I'm gonna add nice to e meet you. If you had just left off the e, it would have been fine. Nice to meet you. You know, okay. You you you're having a conversation, you're a sent your sort of meeting, but you're still not. You're still Putting in text into an electronically transferable format. But at the very least, you don't sound like a fucking moron. So that's it. Episode 8 is in the books. We're getting close to double digits. Very exciting. Uh, Episode 9. Hopefully will be nothing but... Um, Yucks Giggles chuckles, Laughs Probably I don't want to get your hopes up Probably not But It would be nice Uh, If you didn't like my show I'm sorry I don't particularly care Get your own shitty show I'm happy with the way this went I am I think I'm I'm pleased with my feelings at the beginning of the show. And then I think I came pretty strong with three gripes there. I thought those were, were pretty decent. There might even be a laugh in there. And I know that in the past I've said one laugh guaranteed. But, you know, I do know recently there hasn't been too many chuckles. So I apologize. I need to get better at that. You know, I'm, I, I think I'm pretty good at providing a couple of laughs here and there. I need to get better at that. The problem is I need somebody to play off of, you know? And so I'm I'm thinking about, you know, getting some additional equipment, having a, a trying to, again, I, I've said this multiple times, but trying to get more guests. But now that hopefully the fucking uh, pandemic is slowing down a little bit, we can get back to some semblance of reality or actually just push that aside and deal with our current issues. Work through that, and then maybe get back to some normalcy. I doubt it. My assumption is that it's going to be pretty fucked up for the next uh, six months at least, especially as we get into November when shit really starts to hit the fan. But make sure you go out and vote. Register to vote if you haven't yet. Please vote. Vote locally as well. Don't forget. But um, that's it. Questions, comments, concerns, please email, showmail at complaintsandobservations.com. Check out the website, complaintsandobservations.com. The Instagram, Facebook page, the YouTube page. I think I'm actually going to put something on YouTube there shortly. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it, it probably won't be good, but who gives a shit? I got to use the damn thing. And I have nothing else to do. And I'm currently hopped up on caffeine at the moment, so very jittery yeah so that's it all right godspeed ta-ta be well take care of each other